<laughs> Blackjaw looked like he was going to say something, but he didn't. Okay. Anyway, welcome to level 57, I think, of the Sandbox Gamers After Dark podcast, a podcast where three bitches meet weekly to talk about life, love, and the pursuit of Vidya. Thanks so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live. Well, semi-live, that is, from Southern California. And on the line with me are two of my best Arizona friends in the metaverse. The BD1 of our podcast, Vactor. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. <laughs> and the rancor of our pod, Jeffrey W. The second. Droids are the worst characters in these entire things, but go ahead. And I am a Jedi! <laughs> I don't know if I did that right. It's not like Voldemort. It says, it says on the script, I am a Jedi, said like Tracy Morgan on 30 Rock. <clears throat> Here we go. Look good, feel good. Look good, feel good. I am a Jedi! I'm trying not to wake up my son. <laughs> I just put him down. <laughs> I am a Jedi. You get it. <laughs> you guys get it. Thanks for joining us for another week, folks. If you're not already subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And tell your friends about us because we are the new and improved. That's our I, show. I, I, almost said, I almost called it Strong Bad again. I'm going to have to change <laughs> that abbreviation in the script. It says S Bad. I want to say Strong Bad. The Sandbox Gamers After Dark podcast. All right, boys. Well, this uh, this podcast is coming together very hastily. We weren't mm -hmm. originally going to record tonight. Jeff W. was putting in overtime. And mm -hmm. we said, okay, we'll do it tomorrow after you see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. But then Jeff said, you know what? friendship first and he <laughs> told his job to shove it his words not mine he quit and, and he quit his job and he <laughs> pulled down his pants and took a big old poo poo on a, a server um but, well that sounds about I, right i can't condone a computer it server but... not a a dish server he was at <laughs> listen he was at the outback steakhouse <laughs> He said, I got this, your blooming onion. This right story here. gets better and better. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for joining us, Jeff. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it. Since um, we were originally going to record tomorrow, I didn't I didn't have enough time to put any news stories in the agenda. So we're not going to talk news, but we got plenty to talk about because Vactor went on an adventure that is related to our big subject today because we're talking star wars jedi survivor and uh just like always jeff w is dtf down to talk fun so before we get into star wars jedi survivor let's talk about vactor goes to hollywood <laughs> yesterday and the day before i was in california only about Two hours south of Temecula. And I said, I just pointed in Rob's direction. I said, there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Pull your pants up, Rob. I won a <laughs> contest on Twitter uh, through Collider, Collider.com. And they said, hey, you guys want to see a screening with Andy Circus?" And I was like, yeah, I do. 
All right, you going? So I got an email. <laughs> All right, you going? <laughs> Some contest. And it was like Saturday, and they're like, "Yeah, the screenings on Monday." So Dang. better get ready. So I, I uh, first I was thinking about flying, but then last minute the plane tickets were going to be a thousand dollars. So I said, "No, nah, I'm not going to fly." So I rented a car. I drove out to Burbank, California, where the Disney Studios Animation Studios is. Now, did they lift that restraining order against you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. My yeah. name is not Mark Vibbert. Oh, so they... we drop names on the <laughs> Sandbox Gamers After Dark podcast because, well, we have a our listenership is small, <laughs> so we say whatever we want. Ben Songer. <laughs> So they did a a screening of episodes 8, 9, and 10 of Andor, which is the episodes that Andy Serkis is in. Since I know Rob is an Andor expert, he already knows every single line of dialogue that Andy Serkis says in his episodes. Yes, uh, I don't know if you're asking me to recite, but (laughs) I will. He says, I got an eye. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a kicked out. That is an alien. And guess what? I got a, a Jedi saber. That's what they call them. Jedi Not saber. a saber. You could do more. <laughs> oh, Not a do single word okay. was uttered. Here we go. So here comes Smeagol. Oh, Governor, I'm Smeagol, <laughs> and I got this ring right here, and you're not going to believe it. I lost it, and now I need it back because I don't have any pants. All I have is this sock covering my ding-dong. Peter Jackson <laughs> won't stop making these fucking movies. Here's Andy so- Circus in... Uh- Black Panther. Hey, Governor, I'm Andy Serkis. Hey, 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 Ulysses S. Claw, and you're not going to believe this. My hand opens like a virginer, uh-huh. and I can shoot lasers out of it. I know. Great, Governor. End scene. I can do all his movies. Oh, yeah. Hey there, Governor, I'm a monkey in Planet of the Apes, and you're not going to believe this. We're riding horses now. That's right. Wait, is, we're very is progressive. Andy Circus on the call? Is that, is that <laughs> we're, Andy we're very progressive oh, on this movie because monkeys first, humans second. Am I right? Anyways, get in the cage. So, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Unless I think of more. <laughs> So not only was it a showing of three episodes of Andor, but afterwards Andy Serkis came out and he answered questions. And it was fantastic. Andy Serkis, I've always liked him ever since Lord of the Rings, but uh, now he's directing. Uh, he's directing Animal Farm. He also directed a that Mowgli movie what on that? Netflix. Anim- Animal what is Farm? Animal Farm? I don't know. Animal? Hold on. No. <laughs> are you are you making it? <laughs> it's the edibles kicking in oh man <laughs> jeff is on edibles i don't man. know what no do you know, know what all, all kidding is. aside i'll go new goof booting aside um <laughs> mm-hmm. are you you don't know animal crossing or animal farm oh, oh i know what animal crossing <laughs> i know what, what animal, animal crossing animal is farm is Animal, animal Farm is a very famous book that got turned into a ton of different things. And it's an allegory very... for communism. Yes. And I had to read it in like grade school. Also, oh, the wow. Fables comic book. Um, there's an episode or there's a 
a trade paperback called Animal Farm. Anyways, um, he's directing that movie now. It's being turned into a movie, so he's in the middle of directing that. And they were supposed to have the writer slash showrunner of the show, but as you boys know, there's a writer's strike in effect right now. So yep. he did not go to this screening. He he went he left uh, or they said he stayed home so he could write season two. So he wanted to get like as much writing done as possible. So he did not show up, but Andy Circus did. One of the producers of the show showed up, and they had a great Q and A afterwards. And then after that, we went to uh, the Scum and Villainy bar that Kevin Smith does his Fat Man on Batman podcast oh, yeah. from. So we, oh. we went there, and then we went to another bar, bar and then hopping. I fell asleep. At the bar, <laughs> I was driving? I was asleep at the bar, and they said, "All right, we got to get him home." <laughs> he said, "So I went home." Many. And then next morning, we drove back to Arizona. So it was a in and out, mm. and it was a lot of fun. The only bad part of the trip was there was traffic that caused a six-hour drive to be an eight-hour drive. So <laughs> other than oh, that. Well, well, Coachella's done, though, right? That's Yeah, that's where it started. And there was no indication of why. There was no accident. There was no people from Coachella. And I could understand if it was the Monday after, you know, the festival. But this was like a week after it was over. So I don't know right. why there was so much traffic. And then even coming back, there was traffic on Tuesday. So I don't know what was going on there but besides the traffic everything else was fun i was also a little sad that we didn't get to go to universal because we could see the super mario world from where we were at like you could see it up uh, on the hill we were like no oh, i want to go to that it's right there so we didn't get to go to that but we did drive by the hollywood bowl which we saw john williams perform there anyway there's a ton of stuff that i wanted to do in la but i did not get a chance because I was specifically there to go uh, to see Andy Circus, and I <laughs> to did go that, watch and I home, to go back. watch a show you've seen, yeah, already. <laughs> and my wife had not seen the show, which was that uh, was the main reason I wanted her to see it on yeah, the big screen. Let's watch but, the last three episodes. Yeah, so do you need? Don't you need the other seven? <laughs> did she watch the first the first couple before? Oh man, so she went in cold. She's like, I don't know what's happening. But I told Who's her. This? She asked me questions. I told her what was going on. Who's this British fellow <laughs> who doesn't even know what a lightsaber is? And not only we got to see it on the big screen, but also that sound, the the uh, theater sound was fantastic. So, Oh, and they cut it together as like one movie. So all three episodes was like one movie. Oh, interesting. So it was like 60 minutes because those, epi- those episodes aren't very long, right? They're like 50 minutes. So the oh, whole thing was long. Yeah, the whole thing was about like two that. hours. Thinking they were like thirty minutes each. Huh. Yeah, so that was fun, and it was fun to see Andy Circus. Well, you lucky duck. I guess we have a new fan of the show now. After you gave him our card, and he told him to listen. So, <laughs> Andy, sorry about my impression of you earlier. <laughs> um, not sorry that it was bad. Sorry that it was so good that you thought you were on the podcast. You were not, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, moving on. Now, I have a special question for Jeff from 
Should we just call Shoff, co-captain Shoff, a contributor to, to Sandbox Gaming After Dark? Yeah. No. Or I have a non-sexual question for Jeff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, what do you want, Jeff? The non-sexual question just or either the one. sexual question? Whichever, we'll just go both. Okay, let's start with the sexual. <laughs> I promise we're going to talk about video games soon, mm. everybody. <laughs> This is from Shaf. Okay, so Shaf is the uh, co-host of the Technological Podcast, which we'll talk about uh, briefly at the very end of this podcast or in the plugs section. But Shaf likes to suggest questions as talking points to us. And loyal listeners of the show will know or or start to sense a pattern that they usually be penis-related <laughs> questions. I don't know if that says more about us for entertaining the questions or if it says more about Shaf for thinking of the questions, but they get a little they get a little more risque every week. And this <laughs> I gotta tell you, Jeff. Jeff loves it. <laughs> if this if this is the one we discussed sort of prior, this is the most fucked up, like weird question. Oh, maybe I did mention it to you. Uh well, we'll see. This is from Shaf. I'm gonna paraphrase a little bit just to for the sake of vulgarity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, would you rather mouth one of your co-hosts to completion? His words. <laughs> and he said, and. Okay. In all caps. That act be what saves the world from some pending apocalypse. <laughs> that will wipe out 99% of humanity. <laughs> or keep your mouth to yourself and effectively kill the world with your decision. Again, this is like the last you, of us. <laughs> give one of us, me or Vactor. I'm. I won't take offense if you know you go with Vactor since you've been uh, close. Um, but I would. I, you know what? I'd be flattered if you picked me. Or it's a long drive for, yeah, for that. Or just let ninety nine percent of the world's population die, Jeff. <laughs> I feel like Shoff watched that Batista movie and was like, oh, well, what if I just had to suck one of these characters off and then now, I could just save the world? Is I, what have, I, like I have Shoff's answer. I'll let okay. you I'll let you think about your answer for a second, because Shoff said, and I'm going to quote this one word for word. This is Shoff, everybody. Again, we're Sandbox Gamers After Dark. Don't forget to leave a review. <laughs> Shoff said, because I'll tell you what. I'll suck both you back to back if it means <laughs> the earth and its people are safe. <laughs> and then he's, quote, because I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> well, at least I know I'm free. And I won't Sound like Shaft drinking Bud Light. Light. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what America has to do with any of this. <laughs> but he, he went on to parody the song. Um, Shaf wants a bronze bust in a museum. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say that he is either very uh, generous uh, with his um, love of humanity, or he just secretly wants to get with it, yeah. which is fine. Sick. No judgment here. <laughs> uh, not you guys haven't slept over with Shaf before, right? What What'd you say? So you guys haven't had a sleepover with Shaf before. Oh, uh, I thought you said <laughs> you, you guys haven't had door. sex with Shaf, have you? And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, Our cover's exposed. blown. We're exposed. <laughs> um, so back to Jeff. What would you do, Jeff? 
Uh, I'm gonna just you're all dead. Shoff has kids, so he has like sympathy. Wow, but, you effectively uh, killed my child. Yeah, as Factor's long as it's quick. child, everyone's everyone's <laughs> no, uh, actually. It's, no, it's not like a you know personal thing. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, Shoff, what in the fuck is that kind of question? You see this? You see this boy? Eat. I'm showing Jeff a picture of my son right now who is double fisting peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> like a boss. He uh, Did he trick say you into making then. those? What did you say? <laughs> I said, did he uh, did he fool you into making those? No, they're the frozen ones. You know, you know it'd be cool if you made if you made a peanut butter sandwich, Dad. I don't understand what's going on. It'd be, it'd be cool if you did that. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> They're from the fridge, Jeff. Uh, oh, I thought you made them. I thought you made them. No, you kidding me? I'm not making no peanut butter. <laughs> I thought I thought your boy was doing the new thing on you where he tried. You know, it'd be cool if you uh, went and got me a snack. Oh, know? did I tell that story on this podcast? Yeah, yeah. 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 He says, pretend that yeah, we're doing right. this or that, and just to get whatever he wants. Pretend we're doing this. But if I do it to him, he'll go, no, 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 no. I like pretend you brushed your teeth before we went to bed. No, dad, no. Pretend I just went to bed. Counter pretend. See, we need oh, anyway. some wholesome content to back after Shoff barges yeah, in. Yeah, just some wholesome content. Penis questions. So thanks, Shoff, for the uh, the third, maybe it was the fourth penis-related question. I, I don't really know. I lost count, but I'm sure there'll be more. So keep, keep coming, them coming. Shoff. No pun intended. Jeff got it. Jeff actually yeah. landed on the joke before I did. Mm. Good job. <laughs> Good job, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Okay, now I have a real question for you guys. So this is uh, and this is video game related, folks. It's not sexual in any way, unless you really want to make it. Uh, but I've been playing a lot of Star Wars Jedi Survivor this week, as we know, and this isn't has nothing to do with our discussion. But I found myself playing the game a particular way, and I realized that I do this a lot in video games. And so I'm going to explain it to you, boys, and then I'm curious if you do the same thing. Or your thoughts. So, in open world games, or semi-open world games like this, or games where you, you know there's a lot of exploration, right? When I'm playing the game, I tend to make my character walk to his destination rather than run to his destination. Mm. Meaning, you know, you push your stick all the way forward. Obviously, your guy's going to run at full speed. Versus, yeah. you pull it back. Your guy is walking now i did this a lot in red dead redemption you know playing the part of the cowboy i do i'm doing it in star wars um spider-man well except except for when we're swinging of course and other games too but this is something that i've realized that i do a lot because i feel like i wouldn't run anywhere (laughs) i'm not about to run somewhere So I don't push that with my character unless I'm trying to like catch up. I die and I need to get back to where I was going. So I'm curious, do you guys ever catch yourself doing this or do you not even think about it at all? I am always running, and especially if we want to take it to this, the new Jedi games, even the last one, I am sprinting through the game the entire time. I have... There's no time for love, Dr. Jones. I got places <laughs> to be, things to do. 
I feel like I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to finish a game, especially if it's a single player. I am trying to finish that game usually just to give myself time. No, and I, and I can appreciate that. I find it's, it's definitely with these wider expanse games, meaning like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're, you're on a planet in star Wars and there's just so much to look at. A lot went into like the scenic design. I find myself just looking around and wanting to like check everything out. Um, What about you factor? I'm always running. The only time I would be walking is like in this game, when you have to sneak up on somebody, you have to be stealthy. But other than that, I'm the very first button that I look for is a sprint button. When I start a game. <laughs> Gets that. You go into the settings, which one's sprint. I could There's that. no sprint. It's not a good game. He turned, he, he doesn't even play it more than 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're lucky, there's an auto sprint on you know pc usually and you could just sprint all the time yeah no, sure. not even thinking about it okay all right well i was just curious something i had thought of and wanted to get my boy's opinion and i guess i'm the odd man out so to speak and you know and usually the way i'm going to approach a puzzle at least the f- at first is like in these games especially is i'm just bouncing off the walls basically like i am I am scanning the room usually for like uh, an interactable object, something like that. So like that's just my mentality pretty much in any of these games, uh, any game that's like single player, like, you know, uh, story driven thing. Uh, I just I kind of want to get to the next next thing, especially now, like, I, you know, and you guys know, you know, with time being tight, you know, I want to I don't want to spend too long on a puzzle, you know, if that's that makes fair. sense. That's fair. I'll allow it. But maybe next time you you boys play this game, you find yourself in a big wide open area with lots to look at. Just sh- factor shaking his head. Take a, take a gander. Just take a gander. Just do a little walk and 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 look know. at your surroundings because it's mm-hmm. art, everybody. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't run anywhere. I know you guys mm-hmm. wouldn't. Nobody mm-hmm. runs. Run for fun. What <laughs> <laughs> kind of fun is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. So. <clears throat> we are going to talk about Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the latest Epic Games release. And by Epic Game, I don't mean the store. I just mean it. I'm using that as an adjective. It's an Epic Game, and it's been released. Uh, the highly anticipated sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Now, I talked about Jedi Fallen Order, maybe it was last week or the week before, very briefly, where I tried getting into that game when it first came out and i couldn't do it and i blamed it on just finishing a game it was death stranding and that i was too in the zone of that game to to move on and so i stopped and i never went back to it again until this game was about to come out and i tried going back into fallen order and while i managed to get further than the first playthrough i still had a lot of complaints so and I stopped. I couldn't. Ke- I couldn't keep myself playing it. So I just watched a story recap. Oh but yeah. I want to know before we talk about Jedi Survivor. I just want both of your brief opinions on Fallen Order and your time with that game. I'm gonna let the Star Wars boy take over first because I want to hear Ooh. some positivity. That's we you, both, Factor. We both beat Star Wars uh, Fallen Order, and. I remember, I think that was the year before the pandemic because I actually got a widescreen monitor, an ultra-wide monitor, specifically to play that game. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I remember anticipating that game, and I remember being very pleased when that game came out. I was not disappointed. I had a great time. New protagonist. We'd never seen this guy before in Star Wars. And it had a fantastic ending level. And I was just satisfied from start to finish. Slimy. Sounds like, you know, he got paid by marketing to say. Oh, boy. Are you (laughs) telling me that the guy who drove all the way to California to see the last three episodes of Andor is a shill? I don't I don't know about that. Hey Jeff, it sounds like your your microphone isn't on, buddy. <laughs> sounds like you're in a tin can. For for the listeners at home, Jeff dropped out of our conversation very briefly and now he's back and he's gone again. <laughs> Let's talk about him. <laughs> Jeff, he's so silly. Um what's I'll talk about just a couple of quick things. So it's interesting because the game fundamentally plays the same in terms of the things that I didn't like about the first game. You know, the controls just felt a little clunky, the map system, but something about it is just different this time. But I'll talk about that more. Uh, just back. Am I good? Am I on my my, my show? Now your microphone. Now on. your mic's on. Yeah. Excellent. Um, okay. so where about, are we at? What are we doing? Tell us right. about your experience with uh, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Um, Fallen Order. I remember. I do remember enjoying Fallen Order overall, um, much more than Rob. You know, in his experience, um, I did like the. I like the difficulty curve of that game. Uh, it felt like, you know, and I mean, plus it's been how long has it been since we truly got like a good in depth single player like Star Wars game? Right. It's been right. quite some time. Um, I would not count Force Unleashed on that list, uh, personally. Um, oh, dang! As like as like great, um, but and, and even then, it would still have been a long time, right? But the I, like, uh, I, I, you know, I, I would say I overall enjoyed Fallen Order. It had its quirks. It had like the the controls, and the, the same thing is here a little bit too. Once we get to that, but controls are a little floaty. I feel like I'm kind of like hitting walls and then like going further than I, you know, I'm getting like, it's kind of like a, when I'm jumping around in this game and the, the fallen order and this new one, uh, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of meat almost jumping off cliffs. If you know what I'm saying, uh, right. I'm, I'm going further than I want. Um, so I remember that being my biggest complaint about the last thing, um, just gameplay wise. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would say, I would say it's, it's, it's good. Um, and I would put it in like the upper tier of like Star Wars video games, at least. Well, all right, all right. So the new games here, uh, we are all playing it on PC, I believe. Yes. So let's start yes. with, um, and there's there's a lot of problems with the PC release. That's that's Ooh. well known at this point. We're not breaking this story, but I'm cu- I'm curious about both of your experience playing on PC. Not so much the game itself, but how's the how's it performing for you boys? So I'm playing on a 3070 uh, Nvidia graphics card. Um, not a brand. I have like the actual Nvidia card, but uh, it is 
fine. Uh, the crashes haven't been super frequent. I did have like two. Uh, one, the first one sucked because the first one was literally like I'm running through like tutorial kind of, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm going through that and it kicks me out and I'm like, well, you know, and also it's late when it came out, when I got a chance to play when it, uh, on the opening night or whatever, the night it came out. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, pretty disappointing to hit that, you know, and I'm like, well, I'm just ending the night. <laughs> like I'm not loading this back up and then figuring that out. Um, and I think they've done a patch. I have not played the patch just yet. I don't know if you guys have, but the I adjusted all my settings. I got the game running to a comfortable position, but there is still something about the game that is causing like stuttering. <clears throat> and it's not it's not even super noticeable on my frames in this game. It is like something that like I'm running along. It, my frames don't drop like crazy. But there's just this like jitteriness to the video. Um, I can't quite describe it without like having uh, a good like visual to show you guys. But it's just um, it's weird and it's super noticeable on the character itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure in other parts of the game you could probably you know pick it apart. But I just notice it when I'm when I'm running around as Cal and trying to you know jump over obstacles and do things or like you know what happens for me is when I when I do the wall run. Uh, move it happens to me there a lot I don't know what I don't know if that correlates to anything um, but it's I would say it's me middling I wouldn't quite say it's the worst it's no Batman you know Arkham City or whatever Arkham Knight rather mm-hmm. but it's uh, <clears throat> a little left to be desired for me I would say how's that running for you Vector the only issues I've had was um on the Steam Deck, really, because I, it couldn't even be played. It would restart multiple times. I could not even get it to play more than two seconds. I'm trying to see if there, there has been an update, because I played it when it first came out. But I think um, my PC is fine. I haven't had uh, any issues besides it restarting a couple times. But I was playing it today, and I was actually getting that stuttering that Jeff is talking about for the first time. I didn't get it the first couple of days I was playing it. But other than that, it's been fun. It's interesting you say that stuttering issue, because the same thing happened to me, Vector. Uh, Just now? Like today? Yeah, today. <clears throat> Where the game's, the game's getting almost unplayable. <laughs> for the first time for me. there is an update on the steam deck so i want to see if this um where well, i didn't have this problem to begin with but it's pretty much just like what uh jeff was saying i i don't think it's frame rate dips necessarily yeah. but it's just it's stuttering like the game just stops and yeah. it goes and stops and goes mm. and stops and goes. And that's happened to me a lot today. Again, at, to a point where it even got me killed when I was in the middle of fighting somebody. Dang. Um, and then again, it, it happened so hard that the game just crashed. So, and I've had one major crash. It was um, just at the end of the tutorial level when you're br- right about to fight the boss in the tutorial. Uh, the gorilla lady. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. Just so everybody knows, none of none of us have beaten the game, but you know, we're I'm eight hours in, Factor's about eight hours in, and Jeff's just under that. So we're yeah. gonna be talking about the first eight hours of the game. So just be on the note, the lookout for that. Um 
and I even was farting around with it. I was playing with the settings today, just like, okay, you know, maybe I don't need ray tracing, or maybe I don't need everything to have to be on the high settings. Let's try medium, but nothing was really making a difference in the performance. And I am playing on the patch the, that came out on Monday, I think. Yeah, it, ju- yeah, um, it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> I am enjoying the game more than the previous game despite the limitations but today it was so bad where i was i was (laughs) what a stupid problem to have what i'm about to say i was like should i buy should i just rebuy it on on Ah. xbox or my ps5 (laughs) but i'm like do you want to spend another 70 (laughs) dollars yeah i want to play it like i'm enjoying the game (laughs) enough where i'm like okay this is i'm having a much better experience than the the previous time but man i just they need to really work out those kinks um i've never experienced a problem like this uh since cyberpunk and cyberpunk wasn't even this bad so oh wow just buy a new computer just buy a whole new i think i think my specs are probably the lowest out of everybody's i think i have a 2080 if i remember correctly um mm, no i forget um yeah anyway he's like i got something (laughs) i don't remember it off the top of my head uh i took medicine before this podcast but (laughs) i haven't had any problems playing games on high settings and and looking great like resident evil 4 was a freaking masterpiece i was blown away by how how amazing Mm -hmm. it looked um so my my computer can handle things despite i like i said i think being the lowest for all three of us um and real quick to to make a, your point is like all the Resident Evils, all those newer ones they've done have run great on PC. Every every one that I've played, and I think maybe that's the most disappointing part is like those games Capcom has as like remasters, which I think are like lower tier, like they're not as high priority as let's say like a Street Fighter for them, and they run amazing on PC, like right out of the ba- right off the bat. And whereas this game just like like how does this game come out and not you know. You know, you already know the headline. You already know exactly what's going to be said about this. I don't know how you don't, uh, yeah. you know, put the money into it. I was listening to podcasts and they were saying they got review copies and uh, Respawn was like telling them, don't update it. Do not update it. Just play mm-hmm. this version that we sent you. Um, but like I said, I, the only issues I've had is the couple restarts but it has not affected the flow of my gameplay to the point where i wouldn't play it i've been able to play it pretty much straight straightforward um throughout well lucky you uh i kid i kid i'm just super jealous that's all (laughs) for the problems (laughs) that arose today because i was looking forward to playing more today Okay, so that being said uh it's safe to assume we're all enjoying it but again Factor is the biggest Star Wars fan here after me. So tell us your thoughts. I'm dying to hear what you think about this game. Yeah, so this is exactly what I wanted it to be. This is a true sequel in that it takes everything that the first one built and improves upon it. And that's so far from a gameplay standpoint and from a story standpoint i'm still pretty early in the story but it's already like 
why did the original crew split up? What happened? You know, where are where is everybody besides the main character you're playing as Cal Kestis? Where are the rest of the crew? Um, so I want to figure that out. But the things that I specifically wanted to talk about was the the new grapple mechanic mm-hmm. completely changes the way you play the game, and it's super fun to just shoot it up. It's like the Batman, you know, the the grappling gun for Batman, where yeah. he just right. hooks onto it and, and uh, shoots up. So that so far has been really fun. I'm I'm looking forward to see how that's integrated into the rest of the levels. Um, the map is way better. It's actually tells you what's going on and it's easy for you to find your objective for you to find areas that you've been to it's like the metroid map and it's like shows you the areas where it's closed off so you can come back to that right and the backtracking was like the biggest complaint i heard about the first game so with this one so far i haven't had to backtrack but in the situations where i do it's very simple to do it because of that map and then also because now you can fast travel. That was not a mechanic in the in the first game. So all of those things are great. There's way more customization options available. Because in the first one, it was basically just your lightsaber. And you could change his ponchos. Like he had all these mm-hmm. different ponchos that, that he had. This one, you can change all of his clothes. You can change all the materials, the colors of uh, the lightsaber and all of the things. But the number one thing is that now you can change his facial hair and <laughs> his hair on his head. You guys and should see the smile on Vactor's face right now. The he greatest so thing happy. I've ever seen is a TikTok that Rob sent us of a hillbilly Jedi because Cal <laughs> Kestis has a mullet and I cannot wait to unlock the mullet Jedi. Not to mention um, the Hulk Hogan stash. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, there's different it. facial hairs where you can have like a five o'clock shadow. You can have a long beard. You can have the uh, stash that Rob was talking about. You're going to take my lightsaber from my... <laughs> I think that's what it was, right? It's, yeah, something you're like... Have to take, you're not coming to take my lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to force kiss hands. me. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, you force <laughs> that oh, was... Man. That TikTok was, was one of the funniest TikToks I've ever seen. But all of those oh, things man. are fantastic. And the the lightsaber combat in this game is way um, more brutal. And it's like... You're cutting people's arms, cutting limbs off, cutting hands, uh, cutting legs off. And the the viciousness of the lightsaber kills are fantastic. I love all of those things um, in the combat. So the combat is, is great. Um, everything is an improvement from the first game. So this is, I was hyped before the game came out. It's lived up to my expectations, and there's a bonus because it's convinced Rob to play a Star Wars game and to be interested in Star Wars. So this makes me happy. Yeah, all I need to know is, okay, what's this force everyone keeps talking about? I mean, come on. (laughs) The only thing it did not do is convince Rob to learn the... Gorilla Ladies species, which okay, is okay. Du- first of all, 
She's in the game. Spoiler alert. She's in it for 10 minutes. <laughs> you True. take care of her True. pretty fast and then learn her name. I know the she's in the last sister. game. Oh, sister. Sister. You t- you're telling me that there are eight more of those gorilla ladies? <laughs> the ninth sister. And the species is DeWooten. We've seen them in Star Wars before. They nah. have the little chin uh horns the species but, oh is God. the brutes from halo that's the <laughs> yeah. species the, the, the same character model who are and, the dog faces who what, what's their species what was help what you in the character beginning? uh remember it's the two guards that oh, were the twins faking the thing yeah he <laughs> could the twins yeah how do they look like dogs oh yeah me. they're the dog boys yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm trying to think the Spoiler I forgot alert. about them. They died. They died. Yeah, spoilers. they don't <laughs> last very long. Um, <laughs> it put them dogs down. <laughs> yeah, let me look at what they look like. If I see their faces, I they I look can like tell little you. like monkeys that have vaginas for faces. Like if a monkey had a vagina, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like t- imagine a pug, but you shaved all the fur off of it. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, which is what. Uh, vaginas look like too for any virgins out there but hopefully rob will uh start calling her by her jedi name masonic tide if she comes back in the game i promise i'll say her name right i'll learn it (laughs) six sister or whatever yeah um ninth sister ninth sister (laughs) oh also um being able to team up this is another new mechanic that was not in the first game and they showed that off in the trailer that was the very first thing we saw in the trailer was him teaming up with another character so those little team up moves are great like all these things just add to the game um it just like i said just feels like a a good sequel to the first game excellent what say you jeff how are you feeling about this game um yeah i'd say so far it's pretty it's pretty positive overall um aside from my uh ability to run the game efficiently uh or the way (laughs) the way i want to play it uh it's been pretty good uh i would agree with vector i think there's a lot that they've built on i think the grapple is kind of a cool little mechanic um and they they go pretty quick into it like you get it pretty much right away and they don't spend like they just let you play with the game with it they don't you know make you get to a certain point with it or uh you know hold back on that um you feel pretty powerful from the beginning you know uh i felt like i can you know take out these mobs of enemies whereas the the last one i felt like i was like struggling like that fucking toad fucker from the last game uh that thing took me a minute to beat whereas i feel like here you get to that ninth sister who I feel like is sort of the equivalent of that, right? Like your first boss like challenge, you know, in there. And uh, I feel like it went pretty well, you know, and I feel like uh, I could adapt to the game uh, relatively easy. So I I would say it's built on a lot of good things. Um, My complaint, and this is what I'm interested in, and this is a problem with all Star Wars. Uh, And Vactor's already heard this argument. Vactor's getting mad. It it is. (laughs) It is. If I have to fucking see a story about somebody on Coruscant, (laughs) somebody (laughs) doing something like, like we can't even in a video game just get away from some of these locations is my problem. Like 
like the all the Darth Vader stuff, like at the beginning, like when they do the I don't know if you guys watched the little intro thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, if I got to keep dealing with Vader in this game or like if I have to keep seeing like if you take me to fucking Tatooine in this game, I'm going to be so annoyed. Uh, like, just take me somewhere else. Just give me give me some originality here rather than just like oh you're in the the coruscant you're in this big city for the fucking thing and you're like dude like just just like i don't know just change it up i feel like that's like where i'm at with the story and it, it kind of like you know like the last game i'll give it credit you you're doing a bunch of stuff that's mall you know all those characters from mall's planet or whatever but you don't really run into him necessarily, or at least in my memory, I don't think you do. Um, Cause it's been a while. So like I can appreciate like the references, but I just feel like you're just like the, the universe is only getting smaller because now there's this other Jedi. You're telling me there's another Jedi. The Jedi are so rare, but there's a ton of them running around this city well, in the time of, of Maul. Right. There's no red. I'm all of Vader. Of Vader. I'm this sorry. This is the only redhead. Mm. Jeff. So that is he's true. Kind of rare. That is that is true. He is extra rare. <laughs> but I, I'm just like, I. To me, I'm like, man, like you couldn't, like supposedly these the 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 Jedi are you know scattered throughout the galaxy at a certain point. Like, wouldn't they just be like? Couldn't you just have like, maybe even at the end of the game, you're like, oh, we got to get to the the Jedi temple where it was at. All right. Okay. We'll eventually go there. I just need you to give me something that's not just an entire area. Like people complain about that on all the star Wars stuff now, right? Is Tatooine is them being on that plane. I think it's Tatooine, right? Yes. I could be wrong. The other one, but like it just feels like I am rehashing uh, another Jedi versus Vader story a little bit is my for this only... one or for the last one uh, for this one so far now now that being said I have only played four hours or something like that I played a little bit of under half of what you guys have so far and uh, I haven't been able to get too far but boy they bring up all these places in Star Wars so far that I've always <laughs> heard about that I can't get away from apparently uh, <laughs> Yeah, these guys. Well, they all have story reasons. Like Coruscant, like the the reason they're going to these places makes sense in the story. But I I see what you're saying from not a story standpoint, but just a creative standpoint of of going mm-hmm. to the same places. Vader's so far not in this game. He's in the last game, but right. that's I think just a consequence of him being so popular people are, where's vader how come i don't yeah. get to play vader i yeah. want vader <laughs> so, i think hey, that's buddy, why vader start drinking I am, I, i'm a master vader lover okay <laughs> so yeah that's what i i think that's but, why he's but I, I think in like video games and i man i hope whenever maybe eventually they'll do like a new version of kotor like just do just just you know you, this is where you can deviate, I feel like. I feel like this is where you could put Star Wars on the logo and then deviate and create your own your own little like side side piece, as some would say. Huh. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned Kotor. We were just talking about Kotor off the air. 
mm. earlier today. Remember when they were remaking that game? Yeah. <laughs> What was the that. one? What was the big one? There was a big one that like the that female uh, the woman was leading, and then it got canceled. I can't remember what that. Yeah, was. that was the know. that was the Uncharted. Um, yes, was that director. the open world one they were working on? Yeah, or was Amy Hennig. Hmm. I'm looking it up real quick. Um, I don't really know. Yeah, Amy Hennig. Um, yeah, she was going to do a Star Wars game, and then that got canceled. But this is kind of in that vein like a uncharted set in the star wars universe um oh also the dog face aliens are clatoonians which is a reference now if anybody's a, a big star or um, sci-fi fan what that is a reference to is the original um and th- now the only reason i know this is because my dad was a huge fan of this movie. Um, the original movie, The Day the Earth Stood Still, which came out in 1951, had a phrase, and they did a remake with Keanu Reeves later in the 2000s, but uh-huh. this this movie is all about these aliens that come down to Earth, and they're going to destroy the Earth with this giant robot. The only way to stop the robot is to say the words, Klaatu Barada Nikto. My dad said, as a kid, he memorized this because he thought it was real and he didn't want the earth to come to an end. So he said every night he would say Klaatu Barada Nikto over and over again. So these aliens are called Klaatunians. So that is a reference to the day the earth stood still. You know, I believe mm. those words are also the the words spoken in the Book of the Dead, in Evil Ooh, Dead. Yeah. I think they've so, been used a lot, actually. Yeah, that... that that phrase film was very influential the day the earth stood still which it's actually a good movie like i said my dad was a huge fan so i watched it um it's actually a good movie now i am enjoying this game uh like i said considerably more uh than the previous one although certain aspects of it feel the same and i don't know if it's my mindset shifting or what but for example the first game so just something about the the way it controlled the 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 choice of which trick which buttons did what action didn't feel right to me so i remapped the control so if i was pulling the trigger i was swinging my lightsaber rather than pressing x um that's just one thing but it's the same in this game as far as i can tell but for some reason it works better um the the bd1 giving you stims i wasn't a super fan of that and the combat seems like it's mostly the same but i didn't like the combat in the previous game but jeff brought up a good point that i think solved my question which is i think what it is is you start with all your jedi powers which i assume you get at the end of the last game so you where i didn't i didn't have fun playing the character yeah, where building I'm having, up to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I'm having fun playing the character in this game. Yeah, you know, I've got my double stance. I've got all my force powers: force push, force pull, slapping people together. I'm, I'm force tricking people into doing what I want. I'm making big animals attack people. Like I'm having tons of fun with that. And I think if the other game started this way, I would have enjoyed it more. Of course, that's not how games work. So. Why well, would it start that way? There's two things about that. Um, that is very similar to Uncharted, where you didn't like the first game, 
and it builds up to the second game. And I think you should still play Uncharted right. 2. No. So, I made a promise to you a while back that I would, in fact, do this. I will play all four games. I just... I had su- I hit such a wall with the first one where I'm like oh yeah, they're gosh. rough. Like, like the first one is rough. I mean, I'm sure it was great for the time, but it's, it's I had a hard time playing it now. Man. But uh, I'm enjo- I love the art direction of this game. Um, so far, the story is engaging. I like that you get to do your little team ups. Like I like the little back and forth. Um, I like the customization of the character. Like my BB one is purple, Jeff. He's purple. Okay, mine's red. Uh, <laughs> um, my guy's got a mustache and he's got a stupid haircut. I love it. <laughs> I love that I can pick the clothes. And I love that it feels... I know it's not an open world game, but the, the areas are wider spread, or they're spread across a, a wider plane. So it feels like an open world game, even though it's not. And so that's really feeding into my sense of exploration now there are still things i don't like but i think the game is is really great despite these things uh, number one i can't stand having to look at that map and saying where i need to go oh dang <laughs> now only because i've noticed inconsistencies and maybe it's user error maybe it's a skill issue but inconsistencies where it will say hey your objective like there's rumors there's a side mission over here are here and I go to the area as best as I can read on the map and I open up the map and you're like, no, it was actually way over there, man. Like huh. you screwed up. I don't like it. And I feel like this can be solved so easy if they would just put a waypoint marker on the screen. Just like every other game. Oh yeah. Well you can it's, make a you can manually do it, but I don't think it shows up like in the real world. It's you like on it, Halo there's like a something. little workaround. You have to have BD one go into binoculars mode. Oh, and, oh, and look around and you can see, see all your markers, but it's yeah. Not, it's, but I, while that is a small workaround, I still have to stop, pull BD one, get him to go into binoculars mode, and then look around and yeah. see where I need to go. Where I feel like that's such an easy fix, which I was hoping they would do, but they didn't. Maybe um, part three. Maybe part three. I like that you can fast travel between save points, though. That makes it a little easier. What I don't like is that I have to go to a save point to save my game that I'm not super thrilled about. Cause I did have a situation where I uh, had to stop playing to help my wife with something. But of course I'm nowhere near a save point and I just turned off the game and I had to spend, you know, an extra 10, 15 minutes the next time I played getting back to where I was initially. Um, also this, I could, I'm curious if you guys feel the same way. This is a control thing. So, I've, I've fought some rancors, Jeff. Spoiler, there's rancors in the game and some other animals that want nothing more than to see me dead in the game. I feel like the dodge mechanic is not very good in this game. I feel mm. like if you're already in an animation, like you swing your sword or your lightsaber, but the guy's coming at you, you can't immediately go into the dodge. Like your guy's animation has to finish up. And then you can go ahead and dodge out of the way. So I feel I I, I must have fought that rancor twenty times, Jeff. <laughs> eaten so many times because the dodge is not dodging when I'm Dang. hit when I'm pressing dodge. Yeah, uh, I find I found in the ninth sister fight, like some of the fights, I'm like I find myself often like I look like an idiot sometimes because I'm like I'm like running up to them and then I'm 
I feel like I'm running around and then I'm trying to just dodge and do the thing. And then I'm finally getting back to them. Right. Like yeah. I have, I'm having that like panic run around uh, trying to get away from like their red, you know, colored strikes that you can't get. Yeah. The unblockable. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, maybe they just want you to anticipate people's movements more. Like maybe that's the whole point. Like they want to get more into that souls, like uh gameplay style. I just have to wrap my mind around it. It's not impossible. Just got to be more patient. Don't yeah. jump into the Rancor's mouth, Rob. I would uh, recommend also doing the... There's tutorials. When you go into the meditation points, there's tutorials. Yeah. There's a ton of um, mechanics that they want you to learn and, and do. So that has been highly helpful. But I, I know what you're talking about with the dodges. And for me, I have to be more patient because I'm hitting it and then it's too late. Like The dodge animation only goes so far... And then you're trying to hit it again to dodge yeah. more. Double dodge. But if you wait, like, and it's the same thing with the block and the parry. If mm-hmm. you wait till right before it hits and then you press it, then there's no, um, there's no issue. But I always like, I get impatient. I hit it before. Yeah, you're I, that might be to. my problem too. Because I just see it coming. I see the rancor lifting his arm to friggin' swing at me, and I've died twenty times. I know the animation. I know how many times he's gonna swing, but I still get hit. And so it just, like I said, I don't know if it's a skill issue or a control issue or whatever, but that's my, those are my biggest complaints. But outside of those, I'm very much enjoying it. The puzzle solving is uh, more um, engaging, in my opinion, than the previous one. Um, it has a very Breath of the Wild feel to it, Jeff. I don't, uh, I don't know if you've gotten this far, so I don't want to spoil it. But there's there's sort of like the the mini the mini dungeon aspect. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I've, I've uh, not yet, but it'll be fun. Yeah, that part you're talking about, Rob, is um, also something I wanted to mention real quick. That is the High Republic, mm-hmm. and what the High Republic is is thousands of years before Star Wars that we know. <laughs> it's Snoop Dogg fighting yeah. Jedi, but. <laughs> yeah. They've been doing this High Republic initiative for a couple of years, but it hasn't really caught on. They've been doing it with books and comics. But this, I've, I noticed online, like on Twitter and stuff, this has been the most positive response I've seen to High Republic stuff. And it's, uh, they're also doing a TV show that's going to be set in the High Republic. So I like the implementation, the way that they incorporate the High Republic into this game and into the storyline. So that I wanted to mention that as well. Excellent. Well, safe to say we're all enjoying this game. Game we of the will. year. He's calling it game of the year already. It's there's a lot of heavy hitters coming out. There's one coming out in uh, a week or a week and a half. In fact, you're called Tears of the Kingdom, which might be the real contender. Link actually... in a car, motherfucker. Link in a yeah. car is game of the year. Link in a car, baby. <laughs> I was hoping my mindset going into this game was, okay, I'm going to try to finish this game before Breath of the Wild comes out. But I don't think that's a, pra- a practical uh, wish anymore based on yeah, no. how much there is to do in this game. Unless I just sk- skip all side quests, everything, just I'm plow cheating. through, maybe you can make it. But of course, the game has to work. For me to yeah. do that so that yeah. again might not be <laughs> doable but we'll keep talking about this game i'm sure as the weeks go on obviously we're going to be talking about tears of the kingdom when that comes out not next week 
Uh, but the week after that, we'll talk about that game and everything we've been doing in between and probably more penis questions from Shaf. That's one thing you can count on. We're probably <laughs> going to have to talk about Shaf's penis obsession. But that's going to do it for another episode of the Sandbox Gamers After Dark. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, leave us a review. And let me tell you real quick about Vactor's podcasting universe. Vactor does a Star Trek podcast. Yes, we've been talking about Star Wars this whole time, but he loves both Trek and Wars. He does Trek No Pod, which is everything you need to know about Star Trek. And he does that with co-captain Shaw, the aforementioned co-captain Shaw. You guys are on a break right now, but you'll be back soon. When the what is it? Uh, which series is coming out? Strange New World, baby. New World. When Strange New Worlds comes out, so if you want to catch up on all of their thoughts on Picard season three and everything else before that, check it out. It's available everywhere you get your podcast. And there's the Vactorverse, which is exclusive on YouTube, which is a video series by Vactor where he's a giving you little rundowns of every comic book character you need to know about and B having great guests every week talk about their origin stories in comic books factor tell us what the latest episode was all about the latest episode I gotta remember because I got like five <laughs> episodes that haven't <laughs> come out yet um, I think the latest was crafty comics I want to say uh, which I think a gentleman who talks about comics he did a, he did a Drax one not that long ago I yeah I did think I did the Drex short. Yeah, Crafty Comics was the latest one. Maybe I was I was um, I was saying what was gonna come out because I remember t- telling you guys about this. This is the one with the um, the comic book frames. Yeah, that mm-hmm. hold your comics. So that's the latest one. Um, I got another one coming out this Friday, and I think that's gonna be uh, the Comic Book Club Live, which is uh, three gentlemen who have been doing it since I remember listening to these guys on the iPod Classic. These guys were one of the first podcasts I ever subscribed to. So wow. it's before I don't know if it, Smodcast? Ooh. Yeah, this was before yeah, this was before Smodcast. Smodcast so is, is old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to talk to those original hosts um, and tell them that I used to listen to them way back then. So that's coming up Comic Book Club Live. Now Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's also a special episode of Factorverse coming up where you're going to be discussing the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Volume 3? Yes. We're going to be doing special guest hosts. Review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And we're doing the Marvel. We need to come up with a name for it. The Marvel Roundtable, which we got together for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. It's going to be Captain Shaw and Wonder Rob without edibles. Me... Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> Can't make any promises. Uh, yes, the Marvel I'll be guest starring on the Vactorverse with co-captain Shaw talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And we'll probably talk about it on this podcast next week, too, because that's what we do. Oh, we yeah. talk about everything. So thanks for joining us. And last but not least, GG, everybody. GG, GG, GG.